0: You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark King. For this show, also write for grizzlybearblues.com. You can check out my work. Over there. Uh, Got a great show for you guys today. The Grizzlies played the Warriors last night. Uh, It was a fun game. We'll talk about that game in the first segment. In the second segment of the show, we'll listen to... Uh, post-game sound from Jonas Valanciunas and Mike Conley. Talk to those guys in the locker room after the game. And in the last segment of the show, we will continue our conversations with the Grizz Gaming players. Today is going to be Daniel Davis. He is uh, a player that was here last year. Um, and as I've mentioned before, those uh, each team got to protect certain players this year. He was not the one that got protected by Grizz Gaming this year. Uh, but he got brought back anyway but Anyway, uh, through the draft. So we talk about that and more through our conversation with Daniel. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast in iTunes. Uh, if you have a chance, please go rate and review the show in iTunes. It really helps our rankings. You can also get Locked on Grizzlies on the brand-new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Literally anywhere you get your podcast, it is available. And when you get in your car, something really new, you can just tell your smart device to play Podcast locked on Grizzlies, and it'll just start playing the latest episode so that's that's really cool too so check that out on the new podcast app himalaya uh that game last night was something else uh, it was fun, you know like um it was exactly what you would would ask for and expect uh from a game against the golden State warriors um It, it was a fun entertaining game. And at this point at this point that's really all you can ask for for this team. I mean they're they're down a bunch of players. Uh they're missing a lot of rotation players. And so to expect them to beat the Warriors I think is a little a little far fetched even though they've been beating the Rockets and and among other playoff teams. I just uh, the Warriors are, are kind of a different beast. Their offense is so fluid and so good and they can score in bunches and they can score quickly and so they can really really change the game um extremely extremely quickly. So um, you know, to ask them to go out and beat the Warriors, I think is a little uh, a little short sighted. Um, but uh, you know, to, to to be an entertaining game is really the the most you can ask for, and it was entertaining. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas comes out just strong. I mean, he had 14 points in the first 9 minutes. I mean, every time they were every time on the block, they were going right back to him and just letting them letting him go to work. He finishes with 27 points and 13 rebounds just you know, another double-double for Jonas. Uh it seems like in about 30 35 minutes that that is his that is his um what he can do is a, is a 20 and 10 guy. Um at at, at least a 20 and 10 guy. Um, and, and over on teams that have smaller defenders. And, um, it seems like they're really, really trying to make that a focal point, uh, and getting his post looks early, getting him, getting him looks, uh, against guys that are on small, you know, maybe smaller defenders. When that happens, you see, we've seen them go to him in the post or go, you know, time and time again against the Rockets. We saw it, uh, it worked really well. You know, we mentioned that on this show about him playing, uh, playing against, uh, Playing against um, James Harden in the post. So, it, you know, it, it's good to see them do that. You know, Jonas really struggles whenever I've noticed the biggest time, the most, when he struggles the most is whenever they really start to be active the defenders when they really start to be active with their hands really start to swipe down on the ball um you know he tends to turn the ball over a lot tends to lose the ball uh whenever active you know whenever defenders have really active hands are really really uh swiping down at the ball um that's when he really he he really struggles um to just to retain the ball just keep the ball in his hands and just stay strong so um that's something that I would like to see him work on you know, it's also difficult whenever you have two guys, especially the double team, uh, Jonas, whenever I have two guys just swiping down and everything, it's, it's very difficult. So I get it. But, um, but you know, that that's not to say that Jonas wasn't great. Jonas was, was fantastic last night. You know, another just really good game for him. Another just solid, solid game. Uh, Mike Conley was really good. He he became the all-time franchise leader in points last night uh, after he hit the uh, first seven points. So that was really cool. Uh, they had a video tribute to him at halftime, so that was that was fitting. Uh, very cool. Uh, Talked to Mike about that after the game. So we'll, that'll be in our second segment in his conversation as well. Uh, 22 points, eight assists. Uh, I thought he was good. You know, the, the Grizzlies just ran out of steam. The Grizzlies just... You know they ran they ran out of offensive firepower. There's there's only I mean the, the, first of all the offense still is is not great. Like the offense they've installed with this team is is not great. Even with even with Jonas and Mike out there, um, it's not ideal. I don't really know what they're trying to do because most possessions end with a Mike Conley throw a shot of some sort or Jonas Valanciunas post up. I'm, so I'm not entirely sure the exact offense they're trying to run. Uh, it doesn't look like a whole lot. That That is one problem. And then when Jonas and Mike aren't out there, it is it, it's just off the rails. It's just so confusing. No one really knows what's going on. Um, it's just random... It seems like random picks that are set back screen. I mean, just not a whole lot. This is like a random pick and rolls really is what it was, was out there whenever Jonas and Mike aren't playing, but you know, they just, they just ran out of steam. Um, They got to the end of the night and you, you know, you can't expect uh, Tyler Dorsey to, to score 20 something points every night. Like we talked, yes, that's like the best version of Tyler Dorsey. Uh, and he was good. He still had eight points. Uh, He hit he a three, um, you know had a couple assists that's rebounded the ball well like he was good like that's the version of Taller you're probably going to get you probably don't want him taking nine shots you probably don't want him going 3 for 9 but eight points you know a couple assists and and rebounded the ball decent like that's that's probably what you 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 want from Tyler. you you probably want the assists up a little more so you, you know you want him to 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 manage the game whenever Mike's out in there but you know, you're not going to, Tyler is not going to score 25 every night. That's just not going to happen. Bruno Caboclo was, was really good. I I thought he string, he he strung a lot of really good stuff together. A lot of good sequences, uh, 17 points, 13 rebounds, um, three assists, you know, was just, was good. Uh, It was three for four from three, shot the ball really well. Um, You know, uh, J.B. Biggerstuff talked about Bruno after the game, about how he's been managing to uh, kind of stream those things together and 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 make those plays over and over again. And something he said that made, you know, kind of piqued my interest is that he he's seeing things that are working, you know, on the floor. Like he's seeing things that. Uh, that he knows that he can work, so he go, he goes back to those things like he 's able to go back to those things and do them over again and that 's the that repetition and, and that realization for a lot of players is is huge in the game uh, But once players know certain moves work or certain things work on offense or defense or whatever it is, and that they can repeat them and go back to them over and over again that 's what makes players great players really really great is they know they have a they have in their mind they have a arsenal of uh, of things that they can go to defensively or offensively um to either you know get their players on, backing up like they know who they're playing against who their defender is on offense and they know the the things they have in their arsenal that they can they can do they know the, the guy's weaknesses and so that's what makes great players really great that's an bruno cablo great player uh like a kevin Durant by any stretch of imagination but being able to repeat those things and go back to those things—that is—that's key for him, and I think that's really important for him to be able to do that. So I, I thought what JB said about that was 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 fitting to what we were seeing on the court and just um and and refreshing to see that you know maybe he's maybe he is getting into over there, maybe he is able to do things. Obviously, you know, take it with a grain of salt. We we saw the same thing happen with with um you know Marshawn Brooks. I think it's a little different with Marshawn. Marshawn was just. You know, scoring the ball. There wasn't really a whole lot going on there. It was just scoring the ball at a high rate against a really crappy team. So, um, you know, we do have to take, you know, caution. We want to see more, see him play more, but seeing him progress, I think, is is what I uh, what I look forward to the most. Chandler Parsons was also good last night, 13 points, uh, shot the ball well. He got blocked by uh Steph Steph Curry at one point and um was like up in arms about it, but Steph Curry like he didn't even get off the ground and Steph Curry is like six two and, and it didn't have to move at all either. So um I like he, I love you Chandler but that, that, that ain't that ain't a foul and you just you gotta like actually jump. <laughs> um but you know, he but Chandler played well, you know, he's starting to string some things together as well. Like um, you know, he, if this is the version Chandler you're all we're always gonna get, like and you send him away, like Again, that says more about the Grizzlies than it probably does about Chandler. And so, uh, if if, you know, that says more about the front office than it does about Chandler. So, uh, But we've talked about that enough, so we're not going to get into that anymore. Ivan Rag also had minutes last night, 15 uh, minutes. Um, He was all right. Uh, You know, it was mediocre to below average. Um, You know, it was disappointing to see Ivan not play well, but um, also – it makes sense, you know, because he just didn't have a good game. Um, so he was not, not, not ideal. Uh, Jalen Washburn, seven minutes in the game, not great either. Javon Carter had one minute at the end of the game. Um, you know, Javon Carter, like, is not – you know, I know we have a lot of Javon Carter fans, but I, I'm not sure if he's as good as as, as we all thought he was. Um, it's looking more like now Javon Carter is um, below, slightly above average defender. Uh, but that defense doesn't quite um, doesn't quite translate to the NBA, and his offense is horrendous. Um, he is shooting one of the worst field goal percentages ever, ever. Peter Edmondson and I were talking about this last night, and Pete was pulling up uh, as we waiting for the locker room to open. Pete's pulling up um, stats, you know, worst worst field goal percentages that, that we ha- that in, in ever, and we're, we're having to go back back to the 40s and 50s to find uh, something comparable to what, uh, Javon Carter is doing. So, um, you know, my whole thing is if Javon Carter can't play now, I think there's a problem, you know, originally I thought it was maybe because they wanted to get Tyler Dorsey minutes, but you know, I'm not so sure that's the case anymore. I, I don't think, you know, I think if he was, I think they'd like to play him if he was good or if he was good enough. And so, um, you know, it, it happens. You you make you make picks and they don't work out. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's no. You really can't say for certain because you really haven't seen that much of him. But you know, from what we've seen, it is a slightly above average defender and a horrendous offensive game. And that was what we always thought. But we thought it might change. Um, and, and but you know, we thought maybe oh his defense might be might be better to uh you know be me good enough to out- outweigh the uh not great shooting but uh you know the, the idea like th- how good of a defender you got to be uh to outweigh the, the the field goal percentages and how bad he's an offense right now is just the, is, is outstanding like you and you can't be that good of a defender to outweigh the negatives on the offensive end so um he he didn't play as, you know he didn't play there and like I said he if he can't get time now I'm not sure when he's gonna be able to so that's that's concerning but you know the Grizzlies the Grizzlies had a good game I mean it was fun exciting they lost but um, and it, it was exciting and they they were in that game all the way up until the end of the end of the in the, the, the fourth quarter and they just they ran out of steam, they ran out of offense. We've seen it time and time again it's where they uh they play they're playing decent defense, but they just can't score the basketball. Um, and it happened last night. Um, and it happens all the time with these guys. They just – they they've never had an early enough offense, even all year long, just really never had enough offense to uh, to overcome those deficiencies. And they they they'll play good defense. And we talked about this in the first week of the season, uh, or the first week of this podcast that I started hosting it, that this is just – this was an issue. And it has been an issue all year long. And in, um, and, and be honest with you, this is an issue with different players. So, um, the – I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a player issue – um, put it like that. I think it's a coaching issue. Um, you know, the offense there is no there is no real offensive scheme for these guys, and I think that is part of the problem problem as well. But you know, last night they just they just ran out of it. They couldn't get they couldn't um, they couldn't find the offense. So, but anyway, we will be right back after the break. We are going to talk about, or excuse me, we are going to listen to the audio from post game locker room from Jonas Valanciunas and Mike Collins. Stay tuned to the break. Wise is the indoor camera that does it all. Wise is packed with premium features that allows you to see everything from anywhere for only $20. It's 1080 full HD. The Images are so clear you won't miss a thing. It's got night vision and two-way audio. Wise has one mission is to bring amazing smart home products and make it accessible to every single person. If you're on vacation and want to check on your house. All you have to do is log into their app and see the live stream from anywhere in the world. If you're on vacation, if you uh, want to make sure your, your dogs are okay, if you want to make sure that your plants have been watered, literally you can watch anything you want to watch from anywhere in the world with the Wise Cam. At just $20 a camera, it is super, super affordable. And even bigger bonus, they have a free 14-day rolling cloud storage and no subscriptions. I know that every single time you get something, there's always that hidden thing as you have to subscribe. Well, with WiseCam, there is no subscriptions at all. And for just $10 or more, Wyze Cam Pan gives you 360 degrees of coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast, your camera should too. You can also track action. WiseCam Pan automatically detects, tags, and tracks motion within its field of view. You want to watch your pets while on your own vacation? It's literally never been easier as the Wyze campaign will keep up with emotion as it crosses the field of view. Keeping up with life in real time has never been so easy. It even works with Alexa. It also works on your smartphone from literally anywhere in the world. Go to wisecom slash locked. That's wise.com. W-Y-Z-E dot com slash locked. You'll get the lowest price available. Welcome back to the show. Remember to get this show every single day. Just subscribe to the Lockdown Grizzlies on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever expanding podcast world, you need the Himalaya with their personally curated playlist and new features every single day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Lockdown Grizzlies. Coming up first is Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, we talk about just kind of his post-game and, and actually who broke his finger because I wasn't sure, so I asked him um, and a little bit more with Jonas Valanciunas. What's it like having a continual double-doubles out there, being able to, to have more minutes to showcase what you're what you're able to do, it's something you weren't able to do in Toronto?
2: You know, I have a chance. You know, I feel the trust in well. the coach. He uh, yep. gives me a chance. You know, I'm, I'm ready every night to go there and battle, you know, post-ups the balls you know clean up the paint clean up the defense with a defensive rebound so that's my job you know i gotta to continue to do
1: that uh was Draymond the one that broke your thumb before i heard that but i don't know if it was true I'm true trying to forget that <laughs> <laughs> um i, I was to know yes yeah that's, okay that's, yeah. i'm yeah. trying to forget it gotcha forget,
2: all, right, all right all right you know as a place you know, yeah. It's a lot of contact down low, especially when you know we go against a big body. So, yeah, that was it was a regular
1: play. Them going to their post seems like they're yeah. trying to do that every single, a lot of times, every single possession. Is that something that you guys work on in practice? Like that's something that is a is a, a, a game plan?
2: Oh, uh, like
1: what? Getting get you, you early post looks.
2: You know, I'm a big guy who plays on the low post, you so know, trying to use the advantage when you have, you know, when they switch and everything or when they have a small lineup, so, you know, that was a, a coach idea to use it. So, you know, I'm happy I got to use it more. You know, I missed a couple of easy shots today, you know, but tomorrow is a new day I'm in practice again.
0: Jonas, you said earlier this year that all you got to do is set Mike a good pick. Uh, what's it been like kind of getting to know his game, and what are you still trying to kind of learn about, you know, how to play with him?
2: You know, it's just, like I said before, and I'm going to, keep repeating it you got to just set a good screen so me if i set a good screen either he's going to be open either me so you know he is a great and roll player you know he's great he's a great player in general you know but playing picking again with him it's, you know it's, it's advantage for us for this team
1: up next is mike conley again he talks about a little bit of everything he talked for a long time um including the uh you know, his appreciation for the fans um, and also what it means to be the franchise leader in points uh, for the Grizzlies. Worked so hard defensively with being shorthanded that it just kind of make you guys run out of juice late.
3: Uh, yeah, I think it caught up to us there in the you know, middle of fourth. You know, they made a good run. Um, their team that moved so well without the ball. They, they got so many weapons and just pushes the tempo and eventually gets at your legs a little bit. And, you know, being shorthanded is always tough. Uh, you don't have too many guys to look to um, to come in off the bench because, you know, you're only playing with eight, nine guys. So, um, But, you know, we, we gave ourselves a chance. I thought we, we really fought. We really, you know, tried to fight through screens, uh, communicated very well. Um, we really honestly gave ourselves a chance. You know, if things go a little bit differently there early in the fourth, we could have uh, you know, had a chance to win. I know you're not into <coughs> individual accomplishments, especially when you in a loss, but uh, what does tonight's accomplishment mean to you, especially considering you passed your good buddy, Mark? Um, uh, it's an honor, man, it really is, you know, just to be amongst, um, you know, one of those guys up there on the top of the board, you know, Marcus Gasol is big, you know, one of my best friends and, you um, to even you know be mentioned among him or you know next to him is is, is awesome, but to you know be the franchise leader is, is a, a true accomplishment, and you know I could have done it without any of these guys. Um, you know I'm playing with now, you know the guys who got me here before, and Z Bon and Tony, um, man, it's just uh, it's truly an honor, you know, just to be to be standing here still.
1: Mike,
3: did you have any family or <clears throat> close friends in attendance tonight? Who you kind of got to share this with, or yeah, my, my my whole basically my whole family, my wife's family, um, my cousins, everybody was here at the game. So, and they come to every game, so they're uh, you know they don't they don't like to miss anything. So they, they made sure to be here tonight. Um, you know, wish we could have won and you know been able to celebrate it a little bit better, but I'm just happy to have done it in front of them. first game of the year, but, you know, I don't think it's on people's minds, you know, putting pressure on us that, oh, we have to, we have to convey, we have to convey, we have to convey. No, it's, we're out there trying to get better, we're trying to win in, in the process, but. So not looking at the standings, right? <laughs> I haven't looked at the standings in so long, man. I'm, like, honestly just really been locked in on what we have in the room and trying to get better.
0: Have you, or do you think you will hear from Mark about getting the record back? Um,
3: um i hear from him all, like every day so i expect it you know if he doesn't text me about that he'll text me about something else messing with me or something so how's oh, big fella doing he's loving it man he's doing great he's he's uh i think toronto's a great fit for him and he's getting a good opportunity there so he's, he's loving it do you, do you get you know fans especially kids all like wearing the number 30 golden state jerseys or is it still you know when you hear the cheers go up for Know, even a basket by Sean Livingston or something, <laughs> something kind of make you go wow yeah um, you, you expect you expected at least seven eight times a year you're going to hear the fans or see the fans dressed up in the opposing team's uniforms and be a little bit louder than the home home uh, crowd but um, that's you know that's the name of the game here we understand we understood that and going in I think it just pushes us more because if we can hang on and get you know get a 10-point lead and five minutes up in the fourth quarter, the Quarter, of those kids wearing those, you know, Curry jerseys and KD jerseys, all of a sudden you hear them cheering for the Grizzlies again. And that's what we want to do. We're going to try to, you know, just for a, a little bit, five minutes or so, just convey, convert them into back to Grizzlies fans and, um, and and get a win. Do you remember your first point as Grizzlies? <clears throat> I don't, honestly. I don't remember. I, I heard it on the... Uh, the jump trying I tried to look up real quick, and I was like, I don't remember what that was. So I have a feeling it might have been a layup. I don't think I shot a jumper, but uh, it was. Uh, it seemed so long ago. When you went through what you went through early on, you know, splitting time with Kyle, and then there was, you know, there was a lot of acrimony around your first extension, and, mm. uh, and now you, you're the leading. You're one of the few guys that lead your for like so many yeah. different things. What does that
1: mean to yeah. you? That journey of being the guy now
3: um well i think the journey is everything to me i think the, the process the patience the time it took um just people along the way not giving up on me myself not giving up on myself because um, it's easy to you know the way i started my career it could have gone the complete opposite uh, way and um i didn't let any of it bother me i didn't let anything bring me down and just kept pushing me and driving me to, to continue to try to work and, and be better each year and and honestly, you know, you don't get in these positions without being able to be, you know, or play games for the 10, 11, 12 years. You know, so I'm thankful to, you know, to the training staff, to the teammates, everybody, just being able to keep me afloat, you know, for, for 12 seasons and, and, and be able to to have longevity enough to, you know, be mentioned amongst these guys.
2: Do you still remember the, when you were dog baked the people that said what they said? And there any people
3: that are still, you know, still here and still doing stuff. I remember everything. I remember everything. And I know, I know their faces, so I know, you know some, some of them. I talk to all the time. They don't know I know, but uh, get their paycheck from the same place. A couple exactly. Of them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I got no hard feelings, man. I just every time I see him, it's a reminder, you know. And uh, I think that's what just keeps me grounded and. Keeps me pushing, you know, to be better every year.
1: That was Mike Conley. I remember coming up next in the third segment of the show, we will talk to Daniel Davis, our conversation with him, uh, the Grizz Gaming player who was not protected but ended up being selected in the draft and is back for a second year with Grizz Gaming. Enjoy that conversation. You uh, you obviously were on the team last year, um, but uh, you guys, they, they protected. Uh, Universal Phenomenon, nothing of African. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't get that situation. Um, was there a feeling between you and Lane that you always wanted to be back if you could?
0: Uh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean obviously like playing here season one and stuff, and like I loved it here like season one. Like I didn't like you know maybe like people didn't like their season one teams. I Always wanted to be back. Like it was my obvious like first choice. So like like doing like other interviews for other teams and stuff. It was like it was cool, but like I still remember in the back of my head like I always wanted to come back to Memphis season right. two um where are you from originally is it Maryland Massachusetts Maryland Maryland okay yeah. that's what I thought um so I guess
1: just uh how did you uh, how did
0: you get into gaming uh like just starting off gaming in general was just yeah. like uh like playing I don't know I have an older brother so like he used to always play games so I used to just like tag along like Watch his fr- watch him and his friends play. Uh, you know, play against him and stuff. Like back in like the PS2, just like we were always big into like my family was like big into sports. And we always played like the backyard baseball, backyard football, mm-hmm. that stuff.
1: Um, have you always been an NBA fan, or?
0: Yeah, my my dad like he and uh, he always just watched basketball. He's a big basketball fan, so I, I always just watched the NBA, and that was like my favorite sport growing up and everything.
1: Uh, favorite NBA player of all
0: time, of all time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man. I mean, probably Derrick Rose when he was like healthy than the Bulls,
1: the good version of Derrick. Yeah, Rose. good version. The of Derrick Memphis Rose. version of Derrick Rose, you might say. Yeah, one might
0: say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back back when Derrick Rose, that was that was like my favorite player to watch growing up and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess current current NBA player that's, that's your favorite. Oh,
0: Lillard by far. I'm a Blazers fan. Right. Damian Lillard, best player in the NBA. So yeah. He's not overrated at all. No, Lillard, he's, Lillard's he's not not, Lillard's at all. not overrated at all. He's the best player in the NBA. Uh, You're saying that Damian Lillard mm-hmm. is
1: the best point guard in the NBA? No, player. Oh, player, completely. Yeah,
0: yeah player. Wow. Yeah. That's, man, uh, that's I mean, a stretch. No. No. Well, it, not when he wins the championship this year. <laughs> and he wins it five straight years. after. Uh, I
1: like it. I like the confidence. I, I like the confidence. He's amazing. All right. Um... So you're a Blazers fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously love Ooh. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um, favorite video game of all time?
0: Does it, it doesn't have to be two K. Doesn't have does to be two K. Just any game. Oh man, probably. I played I played a game called Counter Strike a lot on computer. That was one of my favorite games. But I think my favorite game of all time would just be Modern Warfare Two. All right. Yeah, just those. I like just like shooting games though, like that. But but otherwise, I don't know. It's it's Modern Warfare Two or Counter Strike. Those those are my two favorite games.
1: And uh, game you're playing? If you're not, if you're not um, playing two game with the guys, what's the game you're playing?
0: Uh, currently, I just got the Division Two. I've been playing that a little bit, but mostly like lately, I've been playing Apex a lot.
1: That is the that is the, uh, the go-to seems to, to the seems to usually yeah. seem like the go to answer is is Apex when people are not. I think uh, it's been Apex and or nothing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, if you're not playing Apex Two K, what anything you, you're doing in Memphis? That you obviously you've been here for a year, so um, um, besides just playing and sleeping,
0: yeah, nah, just just sleeping, <laughs> playing games, and uh, I don't know, just we've just been hanging out. Like lately, I mean, the tournament just started, so right. we've been here for a week, but uh, we, you know, go out just. I'll eat a lot of food and just hang out and talk boys. Just, just you play games.
1: Do you have a good a favorite Memphis spot since yeah. you've been here for a while?
0: My favorite spot is Zach's the Bar and Grill right why, there.
1: Why does all the players say it's Zach's Wait, Bar and Grill? People I'm said okay. Zach's actually? Who? I did this last year and everybody said Zach's. Yeah,
0: I know that cuz got everyone hip and I'm pretty sure Jayra probably said that too because yes. he's, been, he's been he's gone there like three times in the last week. Cuz yeah. they had the they have the honey hot wings those are my favorite. That's my favorite you, food here. Amazing. And and you have you
1: have you, have you been to the Wing Guru? No, you should go there. If you like Zach's I wings, I don't
0: know. I don't know if I can do. I, can, I don't know. It's all new breeds. I know, but I gotta stay loyal. Like Zach, <laughs> like they know who I am. I go in like the best wings and best wings I've
1: ever had. All right, all right, all right, um, all right. So um, you start playing video games early. Is there, is there a point or what point do you realize that you got you could probably make a career out of this?
0: Um, these ain't okay. I can I, I can I can get money. Well, like. I always was like good like every game like not to be like a but like i was always i feel like i was always like above average like in every right. game like I, I picked up but and like i always felt like i had like a good personality so at first i felt like i could like start maybe like youtube or streaming or something so i tried like you know maybe get into that but then like i guess the point where i knew i could get paid was really when i first like initially like made the 2k league like before yeah. before that like obviously like everyone like you don't know if you'll Become like successful YouTuber or something. I think like once it became like finally official, I was just like, yeah, I, I, like I can make a living out of this. Yeah.
1: Uh, what's different about What's different about this team this year than last year? Like you, you've seen two. Obviously, there's three three guys that are back from mm-hmm. last year's team, but there's a few new guys.
0: What's um, different? Um, I think it, we have better. Like I think we mesh better. Like uh, like personalities and everything. I think we have like like last year I was like the youngest like by far like everyone was kind of older like this year we have three 19 year olds everyone else is just like not just age they like we're all just kind of like one we all like we all want to win we have really a really good team this year and we, we just all kind of like mesh well like we don't have any like high ego people or anything we just we just all work together well
1: um
0: what uh what position are you playing this year uh i've been running the like two three kind of like a like a lockdown whatever
1: yeah yeah um is there a reason i guess like some some guys have said that uh, they choose their position like strategically
0: to get into the league mm-hmm. um but is there is there a reason that you're playing the position no just the one you want yeah no i was um so last year five out was really big right so um I used to, me and Authentic used to just play one-on-one a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to just guard it. So he was like the best five-out person, and I kind of realized like my defense was good and stuff, and I just kept practicing it. So that's why I went lockdown down this year. Last year I was like center and, and powerful. Um,
1: obviously, you went back to the draft process again
0: this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what, is there a
1: point? Did you think you were going to go somewhere else?
0: Um. At first, I thought I would go to maybe, like, the Warriors because I played with uh, Beast smooth J and Type in the offseason. Like, I played with pro and with them, so I, I thought I would go there. But then I always knew, like, I always wanted to go back to Memphis, and I talked to Authentic and Universal, and they always kind of, like, wanted to bring me back. So I, I, I had a feeling I would come back here. Um, is there
1: a NBA player you try and model your 2K game after?
0: I mean, besides Lillard, because he's the greatest player of history, <laughs> I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I guess you could say kind of like a Kawhi Leonard because I like to play defense, and also, you know, he, he's got some offense. He's aggressive. You know, he, he's got some nice moves to him. It, I say him. But otherwise, Lillard, because, you know, he's the best player in history.
1: I like how you keep throwing it in, just just to make sure we got it. Yeah. Um, is there, uh, I guess, what, 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 do, what do you bring to the team this year? Now that you're back.
0: Um, experience because I played season one. I think you know sometimes this can get stressful, and I think I got like kind of like an uplifting personality. You know, I like to like make fun of the guys and stuff. You know, at the end of the day, we're practicing a lot. We're hanging out with each other. You don't want any like. I mean, you got to you, be friends. Yeah, you got to be friends. So I, I think I have that, and I think just I mean skill. You know, we're scrimmaging, we're playing, we're getting better, we're
1: practicing each other. Thanks again to Daniel and all the Grids Gaming guys. I really appreciate them over there. Uh, It was really fun to talk to them and have those conversations. We have a few more left to go uh, in this series, so continue to listen for those. Again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. Make sure you leave a review if if you have a chance. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can always subscribe to this show also on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, like I just said, Google Podcasts, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts. Also, something very, very new. When you get in your car, just tell your smart device to play Locked On Grizzlies, and it'll just start playing the latest episode, which is really, really cool. If you want to be a feature sponsor on this show, please email me, lockdowngrizz at gmail.com. Got a lot of great rates. We've got a lot of great rates. We'd love to talk to you about that uh, that idea. So please email me. We could talk about it. Have that conversation. If you're not already following the show on Twitter, please do so at Locked on Grizz. That's where we will continue the conversation after the show. If you have any other questions, if you still can't find the show, just go to Lockdowngrizzlies.com.